Did you find someone to hook up with at Hunters? Mm-hmm. Oh. I did. At Hunters? It technically. Okay. Okay. Sorry, oh I just got really distracted by our poop calendar. Okay, pause. Pause. If I was in a summit and 500-year-old <laughs> Billy Bob over there told me he was gay and people gasped, I'd be like, well, he's 500. There's crazier shit happening. <laughs> yeah. There's harder things to wrap your mind around. He just sprouted wings while he was plowing that girl. <laughs> exactly. And you guys are worried that he made out with a boy once? <laughs> Did you hear that Taylor Swift topped the charts of the most used private jets? Like, she creates the most CO2 emissions out of all the celebrities. What is she doing? She's Where fl- is she they're going? All, all these people, she, Kylie Jenner, Elon Musk, they're all, like, doing these three-minute private jet rides. Right. Instead of doing, like, a two-hour drive, they're like, I'll get there in five minutes. Yeah. What do you think about that? I mean, more... I- Give me more, give me more hard evidence of why Taylor Swift is a shitty person. You know how I feel about her. <laughs> She's like if the store Coles had legs, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just what I feel from that. I saw, so I saw that going on and I was like, yeah, big, big shock. The richest right. people are big pieces of shit. So, right. Wow. Um, but make sure we recycle. And then I saw someone, I saw another post counteracting like, we're sick of like personal responsibility when like there's like four companies that make 71% of the emissions and we're putting it on right. individual people. And then someone counteracted that and was like, yeah, well when your carbon emissions are thousands over what an average person is, AKA like right. Taylor Swift or Kylie Jenner or right. whatever, like thousands over, right. then maybe you can take personal responsibility because right. you know, Do you think there's really, do you think there's a logical fix to global warming at this point? I think there's a logic. And the the people. (sighs) Yeah, I mean, there's obviously like a lot of ways to fix it, but we won't. We won't. That's what I mean. Do you think that the the human race, the worst creatures on earth? The people who really, really want it aren't the ones in power and aren't the ones with the money. No, they want the money and they want the power. Oof, I'm. I think a lot of things could be fa- fixed by taxing the rich too and just taking all that money and putting it into happen. programs. Rich people are in charge of everything. Yeah. So, unless rich people are like, yeah, I don't need, you know, three private jets. Not going to happen. Probably not going to happen. Not Yachts happen. too, like Leo Leo D gets in a lot of trouble for like his little yacht excursions that he goes on all the time because he's like Mr. Environmentalist and then to see how much gas and carbon emissions are used going around on his fucking giant ass yacht yeah it's kind of like no we're all hypocrites here can i this is not me bragging because literally who cares i just i had like i really wanted like a deep crazy shower last night do you know what i mean like i was craving like not just like a shower but i was like really like i want to like groom myself you needed to i was like fine detailing a car Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and i literally could not even let myself let the water run i had i like literally rinsed off turned it off and like did a nice like all over scrub like most of my showering and conditioning had the water turned off how much do you know what i mean like it's like there's such easy ways to just do a little bit of your part 
it's not that hard. Okay, so but it was really fun. I took like it was a forty-five minute showering experience. I probably had the water on for under three minutes. It was yeah, awesome. That's freaky. I'll take a shower when my cousins are here, and they're always astonished by how fast it is. And I'm like, I took my time in there. I was like, I thought I was being bad. Sometimes and I like, wonder what so people fast. are doing. What is there to do? You know, like, I'm not calling anybody out, but I've had people shower in my house, and I'm like, what are you doing in there? No, it's okay. People, there's, like, this joke on the internet that, like, white people don't clean themselves properly. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, but I'm also, like, do like I need to? they don't wash their legs. You don't wash your legs always. Not always. Like, if it was just a regular schmegula day, yeah. like, the water and the soap, it's coming off. Like, what yeah. am I washing off here, people? Right. I'm not afraid of germs and I'm dirty. I don't know what else to say. I'll do a flash shower sometimes. In the summer, I'll do a flash shower is what I call it, where it's just I'm in there for under 30 seconds and it's a cold water flash where I don't need washing. I've been in the office all day. I haven't been exerting myself or doing anything. And I just need before bed to cool my body temp down real quick. Yeah, I'll take like, I think on average, because I don't wash my hair very often, my showers are probably two to three minutes, and That's it feels great. pretty luxurious already. I'll just be standing there, like, done, and be like, oh. Yeah. But I do know what you mean. Sometimes there's that craving. I had that this weekend. Asa and Alex were both out of the town, yeah. and I had the house to myself Saturday. Took Fine. myself to lunch, went to hit vegan and stuff. Came home. was, like, a little sweaty from the morning and the day. We did a great interview, which you guys will hear about later, but... um. I was like, you know what I'm going to do spa day style is like mm. just take a luxurious shower. Yeah. I was in there nice? for like four minutes and was like, eh, I don't know what I'm doing in here. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's nice. <laughs> but I wanted it. I wish, right. you know, the issue of being tall and all and you have the same issues. Like we don't have baths. Right. Like I have a bathtub, but it's tiny. So it's like I will definitely spoil myself with a bathtub because I'm like, this water is going to get used and it's, you know, it's not flowing. It doesn't make me feel as bad. Yeah. It's probably still maybe more water than I use, but like, I don't, maybe you, but I think the average person uses more in a shower most of the time, especially these long ass shower people. Turn your water off while you're, while you're, I mean, imagine I can't actually, I've done it before when I've been sick or something like I've done it before while like drunk and throwing up. Yeah. (laughs) Oh you my God, have people? you ever thrown up in the shower? <laughs> it's so not okay, dude. And you have to like smash it down with <laughs> your foot. I'm telling you, you have to smash it down with your foot. It's like plunge it. It's terrible. What were you about to go off on? You said, dude. Dude. I just, when, I don't, I don't know. I'm just telling Are you Are we guys, just shaming all these people that like long showers? Yeah, I It's am. not really your fault. No, it is. I, I I just think turn off the water. I mean, I had such a good time last night, just a scrub a dub and like coconut oiling and just like I had I really enjoyed pampering myself last night. I used Darren's like I call it her little like after sun from Earth Tonics. Oh, we have an ad for today, but this here's a little, here's a little pre ad. Here's a promo. But my favorite product of hers is this green. God, sorry, Darren, I can't remember what it's called, but it's this little green. Um, green like moisturizer and it's almost like a mask because it's so intense and she always told me that little goes a long way but I got back from the desert this weekend I went on a quick overnight in Palm Springs and like my skin just like soaked it ate it up it was like so wonderful yeah I've used that before too it I forget what it's called too it's green and it's It's green and it's really good it's like a it's like a it's almost like a lotion cream moisturizer versus like she usually has oils and stuff I feel like it's not it's really it's like a treat right um which is amazing and 
if you really want to learn about people's uh environmental like tact yeah you go camping with them like really go camping in a group setting in like a group camping where you don't have like a sink Uh or you do have a sink but most of the time where you don't have a sink watching what people do how they clean their food what they do with their food what they do with their waste it is quite a social experiment really yeah some people do not have like camping etiquette when it comes to like the environment camping etiquette if they don't camp well, usually you could ask people that you're with that are experienced. Right. I don't like to do, yeah. <laughs> learn from learn from others. <laughs> Learning from others? I don't think so. Yeah. I've seen some funny things be done. Um, like people just like washing their plate with food on it in a river. I'm like, mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, when I first moved out, I, it, chores were a new idea to me. Ah. Uh. We weren't a big chore family. My chores were like raking leaves now, and mowing the lawn. Were you raised like in a household where, let's say you were straight, just for a minute. Oh, yeah. Let's just pretend. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> you know, okay, like in the prototypical like American household or whatever. Yeah. The the, the fake bullshit one. Um, yeah. A lot of women who end up dating like straight men complain that like their moms never prepared them for like the real world because the moms never compared the men for the real prepared world. them right like never you know expected much from them did their laundry like basically babied them because they expect a woman to take their place and like you know basically right. like step in and continue it right. i don't know that they think that deep about it but like they like coddle their men and so then when the guys go into the real world they have never done a load of laundry Correct. They've I never, never loaded a dishwasher or something. Correct. You know? I, like, I still actually don't really know how to do a dishwasher. Yeah. So, or like mopped. I know you're a big mopping guy now, but like. I think I did the dishwasher earlier this year and I like, I don't know if I texted you. I texted someone and I was like, I put, I like loaded a dishwasher for the first time this year. <laughs> this year, 2022. Well, okay. I had never done it. In a lot of these homes in Southern California, especially like old homes, there's not dishwashers. Oh, but did you one. grow? Oh, you grew up with one. Oh, yeah. I, I, Who I, was I, doing all the fucking work? My Your mom. mom alone? Yeah. Why'd she have three kids if she wasn't going to use them for labor? My parents, like, the second we could start doing things, it was like. My mom is. Drill sergeant. What's funny is that now I've like really, as I get older and I've learned these chores, I've I'm like, yeah, I've really beca- I've become her because you wouldn't let any she wouldn't let you guys do it because you'd fucking do it wrong and she just enjoyed it. That's like you know me like my favorite way to unwind is to do like a deep clean and do laundry and just like really just zone out and clean. You know, yeah. Um, and that's exactly that's precisely what her gig was, and we just didn't do chores because she truly liked it. Yeah. And sometimes we would do here and there to help her out, you know. But she ended up never really enjoying us helping her. She would do it faster and better, you know. You know when what does it say about us when like uh, keeping a house is important, obviously, and keeping it nice and yeah, comfortable yeah, yeah. and stuff. But like that's your hobby. That's like your main joy in life. Like well, or I, your main outlet. Like it's. Because when you can't or you can't get to it, then the mental health crisis happens, right? When you're like, you're here today, yes. I'm in a pissed mood, my house is a mess, and I couldn't get to it. And I'm like, Meh. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think <laughs> what that does it I, matter for me? My house is a reflection of my mind. Yeah, the messier the house, the messier my mind. Yeah. yeah, and I, I think I'm like a big believer in energy, and I think the fastest way to shift my mood and shift my energy is I will literally sometimes if I'm busy put a 15 minute timer on and just like phone down power through and i feel better i know i texted a picture to my cousin recently of the side of my bed yeah 
And I was like, you can always tell how I'm doing based on how fucking messy or clean this area was. It was a disaster at that point. Yeah. Like, you know, when you go to someone's house and they don't have anything on their nightstand, you're like one of those people. You have like an orchid on your nightstand. I have like a a salt lamp and an orchid. Here I am. I have shit. My nightstand is like a junk drawer, but for the public to see. But that's because... I feel like because you guys have a roommate and you live with other people that your bedroom is like a sanctuary to you within the it's house. It's true. Whereas, you know me with my bed, I don't eat in it. I, I sleep and I fuck and that's all I do in bed. <laughs> that's all I refuse. I don't do. I don't read. I yeah. don't just hang out. Yeah. Those are the two things. Otherwise, I'm not in my bed. True. Because like if, if we've been, you know, and we like to respect and give Alex space too, because like, right. you know, it's two people versus one, we can dominate the house a lot. So sometimes... You know, on like a Thursday evening at like five, I'm like, let's lock ourselves in the bedroom and like hang out in there, watch TV, do whatever we're going to do out here, but in there. Right. And so it's just my shit's it's fucking, I'm a hoarder, I've learned. You've talked about that before. I don't I, see you as being a hoarder. I'm I think gonna, hoarder is a strong word. I have an issue. Well, I love to get rid of stuff. I'm going to go through the house this weekend with the boys and I already decided that I'm going to post a few things on my story. And be like, these are things I've held on to for the last 10 years for that what? I don't know why, but for, for some reason. Or what? For what? And one of them is a typewriter. I already know that. I'm going to post a picture of that. Oh, that I get bought, rid of it. That I bought at a thrift store when I first moved to Ventura as like a decorative piece. Oh, girl, <laughs> girl. <laughs> like, so Unless we, it's you an guys, heirloom, if you own a typewriter, go scratch. I was trying, what is wrong with you? <clears throat> I was trying to be Zoe Deschanel. I'm, I just don't know what else to say to you. Hey, girl. <laughs> That's you. You're a new girl. You give off some new girl energy. You are like the two women on that show mixed. Oh, yeah. And I'm Nick and Schmidt mixed. And we Dude, just have to accept you that. You are Nick. I'm because I'm Nick either. in the streets, Schmidt in the sheets. That is, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> like appearance wise, Nick. And like kind of just like, yeah, it really depends. And kind of unhinged. Yeah. Nick it depends. is weird. I'm a little bit of both. Yeah. And um, a little Winston with the cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah sorry to say can i say something that nobody cares about yeah of course i just have to get there's certain (laughs) i have to get casting choices off my mind because they usually come to fruition and i just need yeah remember i predicted the ultimate girls trip real housewives i predicted adam's family to be jenna ortega okay chris pratt is voicing garfield in the new movie wrong it needs to be the guy that played nick on new girl he has the same voice as garfield he's lazy like garfield. we've talked about this on this episode on this show it's all i want to talk about my notes just say garfield <laughs> garfield garfield okay garfield is there anything else you and i should talk about for the time being that the listeners won't care about to get out of the way with everything we just began the podcast with right this is just like our bullshitting round before we like this is usually how we talk before we hit record i'm sorry guys Take something off my notes. You don't have any notes. Oh, am I working today? I thought you would just do this whole podcast and I would just be here to hang out. React to it. (laughs) Stephanie's reaction. Yeah, we could do that. (laughs) Okay. So, Cody. (laughs) Wait, I actually can't decide what to pick. I want to talk about them all. They're all all good. I guess we'll get there. Is there any you want to veto? You know how I always let you veto one? You know what? I'm not going to veto it. I'm just going to say let's get it out of the way because I could care less. Okay. Oh, there's two I don't care about. Oh. (laughs) You pick which one's more important to you. Which one do you not care? Which two do you not care about on my notes? The one that says physical therapy. Boo, oh, physical therapy. Boring. Yeah, my knee's better because I've been doing physical therapy, but it was making me laugh because wow, I'm embarrassed want, to tell people cookie? I'm doing physical therapy because I'm such a millennial that I'm not going to a physical therapist. I'm just a Pinterest. YouTube. 
it's but it's working you know i have these old habits of like your car is broken youtube it your toilet's broken youtube it that's not a bad habit so you're i'm not, like you're I, not outsourcing i'm pretty sure my insurance will cover real physical therapy but i just looked up my injury i found physical therapists and i found these guys named brad and bob Aww. and they're these two old guys and they're like oh well, bob you know you you know if you stand up straight there's a surefire way to you know, if you stand for hours a day without bending your knees a little bit, it's a surefire way to just over time. Oh, Bob. Oh, oh Brad. I know. I Wait. know. They're very funny. Also, imagine, imagine yeah. making an appointment. Multiple. Oh, no, no, Multiple no, no, appointments. No, no, no. no getting no, in the car. Driving to Ventura because you know it's not going to be in Ojai. Oh, no, no. Uh, Oxnard. Spending, All my shit's oh, been in Oxnard and Thousand Oaks. You oh, think? An hour. My awkwardly. MRI was in Thousand Oaks. My doctor was in Oxnard. And I said. No. No, YouTube. I have, I have. Um, I don't blame you. I don't care if it's like if Bob and Rob sound great. Yeah, Bob and Brad, and they're and if you, dude, it's August. I they like put like oh sorry, oh my God. I just got really distracted by our poop calendar. Okay, pause. Pause. Okay, sorry for all that fucking nonsense. It's okay, you just saved the listeners from hearing about my physical therapy. My knee's better. Thanks. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Bob and Brad. I'm I'm pro YouTube looking stuff up. I've been doing all the exercises and it's really helping my knee. Good, because we need to get in the water. We need a boogie board. What else do you not care about? Pick the other one. Demi Lovato. Couldn't care less. Oh, I just want to. I just saw a headline that she was formerly going by they, them, non-binary. Yeah. For how long? Which is great. And for quite a few years. Really? But yeah. Demi Lovato came out as non-binary, said that they were they, them pronouns. And then just today she announced she said she'd prefer she her pronouns and that she um changed her mind (sighs) i just feel like we're in the frozen yogurt store all over again with this fucking person she just Uh, okay you know okay great I'm not, that's all I gotta say. I have, so much, I have so much I want to say. Has I'm no not one written say. an article about her in a while, or or I what's feel like going on just there? Like, I feel like she exactly. I just feel like she just like. And that's not me undercutting like the experience. It is actually that is, is exactly is it her what experience. I just did. What I, it's just to me, it's like you just are wanting. I'm being to, mean. I'm being like very close-minded. I just wanted to say no take backs. <laughs> no take backs. <laughs> like you can't. Well, you I don't, mean it's. <laughs> I, I could imagine for people who um, for people who are non-binary or are a different gender than the sex they're assigned at birth, I, I could imagine it's a very um, intense, spiritual, scary, intimidating thing to announce your pronouns and actively. I mean, listen. I'm gay. Are you trying to work yourself out of the hole or perch yourself in a hole? What I'm are you walking trying to around do? the hole Demi Lovato's oh. in. Oh, I'm just walking around. I don't around. think she's in a hole. I think actually I changed my mind and I'm not going to let you talk even though you're gay. I'm going to steamroll right over you as a straight yeah. white woman. Yeah, go for um, it. <laughs> I think she just actually opened the door to a lot of people to explore their gender without really having... A, it's not. It shouldn't be an issue if you explore it for a few years and then you say, oh, actually. like give her. She gave herself time to figure it out and now she's she. Okay. I don't know. I hear you. Or like Janelle Monet came out as they, them, she, her. You know? There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. that. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. And it doesn't mean anything that I don't understand what that means. It doesn't matter. It doesn't even upset me. I honestly don't care. But I'm curious what that is. Like they, them, she, her. 
What I was what I was gonna say real just to wrap Sorry, it yep. up. No, it's okay. Just but what I was gonna say is like I just feel like for me as a gay guy, when people meet me and I open my mouth and maybe the way I hold my body, the way I move my hands, who knows? They immediately get signaled that I'm gay and I don't necessarily have to come out of the closet to every single person I meet, right? Right. But then there's people who are non-binary that may be a certain gender presenting um, stereotypically and they have to remind people their pronouns and they have to remind people um, what makes them feel comfortable to be called. And um, I just feel like I could imagine that's daunting and a continuous battle to have to every single time you meet someone do that sounds exhausting. And I just feel like Demi Lovato, maybe just because she likes a good headline, whether it's that she's meeting aliens, hunting ghosts, um, mm-hmm. is non-binary, is not non-binary, um, yada, yada. It's always something. I just feel like it's taking away from this experience that I could imagine is... Um, just a crazy experience. Well, maybe it has something. To it just irritates me that she's doing this. Maybe it has something to do with what you just said, though. The few years that they t- she tried it was just too daunting and too much and too frustrating. That hey, there you go. That's true. She was like, you know what? I am outwardly whatever. It's true. You're so right. Let's just roll with it. I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> um, I am reading a fantasy series, as you know. And I'm in the third book of A Court of Thorn and Roses. And this is about those old ass people fucking that girl that died. <laughs> she came back to life. <laughs> right, Cody. right, right. But she did die. Yeah. Okay. So she's in this like crew now, you know, and they're, oh, like, they're a, like a gang. They're off to save the world and they have to get all these powers together and stuff. But okay, one of Avengers, uh, it's so fun. It is basically Avengers for fantasy theories. Yeah. And uh, so cute. there's this like love triangle happening with this with this girl named Moore and like these two guys and they've her been her name f- is Moore it's Moore again but they go she goes by Moore it's cute in the like book. what I say when there's more. pie and <laughs> I finish give me more more give me more <laughs> more um yes and they've been friends for five hundred years and the, uh, this fight came out between these other two women she's like why are you why haven't you like just committed to one of them and da 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 and they're on a huge fight later on I'm not Moore, committed to anyone for five hundred years Moore comes out as a lesbian oh to like to the main character in confidence and talked about how like antiquated the this like you know like world that they're living in is because like women are still just viewed as to like pass on the heritage and stuff and like i don't know i just thought it was a really interesting way the third book is the first time they mentioned any sexuality other than like straight and they did it in such a casual way like i thought it was genius like they're at this summit kind of like avenger style and they just mentioned like oh this king's partner he did it so she's like obviously like that king's gay and like this person was like flirting with men and women and like i don't know it was just like great i just thought it was like it was nonchalant yeah i would hope why it would draw be, attention to it i would hope it'd be because if i was in a summit and 500 <laughs> year old billy bob over there told me he was gay and people gasped i'd be like well he's 500 there's crazier shit happening <laughs> yeah there's harder things to wrap your mind around he just sprouted wings while he was plowing that girl <laughs> exactly. and you guys are worried that he made out with a boy once that's where my <laughs> mindset would be i would hope it would be casual Well, not to mention like we're going to war people let's think about something else right <laughs> right well i was curious too because a lot of these this fantasy book is series is written by like a straight white woman and you know a lot of like fantasy and even like book representation just still isn't there like it just isn't yeah especially like you know especially in fantasy series because there's such a any fantasy series you read 
bases everything off like a class system and so like there's obviously like you know issues within that and so i don't know i just thought it was interesting anyways i'm gonna do a fantasy book that's for gay people you're gonna write one or you're gonna read one i'm gonna do both i'm gonna write it first (laughs) and then i'll give it a little read you know can i write it with you i yeah i want it i already have an idea though i would like it to be a very very gay um troll that lives under a bridge okay is he like fucking everyone like that's a password yeah and what happens it's a memoir it's a memoir <laughs> it's a memoir it's a, a fantasy gay troll series under memoir. a bridge it's fucking everybody cody was here cody was here <laughs> okay wait can Silky. we talk a little bit about the interview that we did on saturday and i just want to make fun of you we're not going to give away too much <laughs> stuff <laughs> we interviewed someone pretty like uh, pretty up serious there. for us we were really excited michelle uh, obama no we'll just say we uh right no <laughs> yeah I mean, we we recorded with laura who owns the ohio valley newspaper and um super super cool such a cool woman and we were talking for a while and it's like a pretty serious conversation but you know she's a lot of humor and we were like having a good time and i really cody, liked her energy i did too she really inspired me cody <laughs> she doesn't listen to the podcast okay she's like never met cody and we're in this serious interview and we're talking about the future of Ohio. We're talking about things. And Cody's just like, yeah, well, oh we need to God. have a lazy river. And she just, it was such a swing and a miss. She it was just the, not into that. Any of your humor, all of your jokes not failed. Tanked. So, <laughs> especially when we were talking on the porch, I was dying, Cody. Crash and burn. I was trying really hard to like um, smooth them out and like help you. Or, it's not my best work. Or <laughs> I've never been more grateful for you because... First and foremost, it was a Stephanie and Laura one-on-one interview while I just sat there breathing into the microphone looking at the two of you. Because what you both were saying was interesting me so much. And I was like, I was really into your conversation. And at one point I thought, I'm just a podcast listener right now. I'm just seeing it live. And I'm just like, I didn't really, I said, I asked one question. And it was I didn't want to, it was a bad question. Why isn't there a lazy river? Why isn't there a lazy river? She just said what? She was like, uh, <laughs> and I was like, can we swim at the beaches? She's like, no. She was, just like, <laughs> she was, I don't think she even answered that question. She was bewildered by the whole conversation. <laughs> there's something else. There's something else we talked about. There's something else we were talking about on the porch. And you were making like one of your crude jokes about men. Oh, me. <laughs> and she just like looked at you. <laughs> Like, completely not understanding like, your humor, like, at all. I didn't think your humor was something people had to warm up to. I thought, you know, like... I don't think there's warming up to it. I think at a certain point, some people are closed <laughs> off to it. And I feel like that's... Like, like she was not prepared to um, receive you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she was great. You know when, like, you go to hug someone and they're not a hugger and they're just so fucking uncomfortable and you're like, well, I'm a hugger. It's like, I'm funny. And it's like, if you don't like my humor, then I just made you uncomfortable. I hate that. You have to read the room. You have to know. I need to learn to know better because you can't just go. You know what I mean? It's, it honestly, it really made my, you can tell I'm just like tickled by the whole experience. You like to see me crush and burn. And I like that about you. Yeah. well, My real friends like to see me fail. Same. You know that if I crash and burn, I have in interviews before and we were dying oh, about that yeah. too. So yeah. it's, well, you've crashed and burned with booking interviews. I've crashed and burned booking interviews. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? You know, we got to keep going, but that was a pure joy. That was like, it's funny. 
because I just, it keeps coming back to the, what I don't like about you the most when we did that episode. And I said that you turn everything into a joke and then to see it play out differently recently has been really funny. Now, (laughs) what's interesting about us sharing what we don't like about each other is I feel like whether you mean to or not, you are like, you've worked on, I've noticed a difference of like what I complained about where you are being a little less diplomatic and a little bit more like, no, this is my opinion and I believe in it. And you've been fucking around and finding out without feeling too like you're walking on eggshells lately, which I've noticed. And then meanwhile, I'm just getting worse. (laughs) You're like, I'm going to dig deeper. I'm just getting worse. (laughs) Dig deeper into my Just going to dig deeper. No, yeah. Uh, I was so nervous about our last episode. Guess what? What? <laughs> Nothing happened. It doesn't matter. Well, because it's closed. What are and, they going to do? What are we going to do? Shut their business down? It's I don't closed. think one person listened and was like, you're wrong. Right. Well, we didn't hear right. from them if they did think that. It'll come soon. Don't worry. Well, in our defense, the when we did hear from them, it's because we named the episode after. The- I know. And we had some sharks that just, you know didn't have our but backs we've, we t- we reprimanded you guys we did we and, have and a listen, few times they, they listen they one listen. two three eyes on me okay cody what else do we want to talk about things we don't like about ourselves you want to talk about our big foreheads <laughs> <laughs> before why don't we do an ad real quick because this is a shorter shorter episode i feel like it's appropriate to do an ad let's go Stephanie, don't kill me if I say this on air, but you are looking <laughs> absolutely stunning these days. More and more, like your your skin is literally glowing, and I'm being dead serious. Thank you. I would say that I've struggled with different issues skincare-wise my life. I've had rosacea, cystic hormonal acne, and I used to think that I had to strip and just exfoliate my life away. And when I decided to throw everything out in my lineup except for Earth Tonics, and I nourished the hell out of my face, I saw the biggest changes. Earth Tonics is a line of gorgeous botanical skincare made by hand in Ojai. It's made from ingredients like raw honey, medicinal mushrooms, and organic herbs, fruits, and flowers. And it's made fresh weekly at the Earth Tonics Apothecary here in Miner's Oaks. Yes, I love that it's locally made and thoughtfully sourced. I would say that my daily skincare routine has completely changed thanks to the mushroom milk. I love using that as a serum. I love the cardamom creme cleanser. I use it as a mask a lot of the times, and it just leaves my face feeling like plush and my complexion is clearer, my pimples heal faster. It's just all around, I feel better and I feel like more equipped to handle breakouts. And we're being so serious, like this is really the products that you use to make your skin look this great. We're not we're not full of it, you guys. If you came to my house, to my bathroom, and you opened up my medicine cabinet in there, you would not see anything else besides Earth Tonics. And as the environmental girl that I am, as you all know, I'm obsessed with the fact that I can take my jars and go refill any product I want on Saturdays from 11 to 3 at Earth Tonics. They pause their potion making to welcome folks into their magical apothecary space on that day during those hours, which is located catty corner from the farmer and the cook restaurant. You stop in to discover their life-changing formulas and, like Stephanie said, you could bring back your clean, empty jars and have them refilled if you're addicted like she is. How cool is that? It's amazing. And now, if you go in to refill, mention Topa Talk in the store or use code TopaTalk10 on their website to get 10% off your first order. Are you going to be using that discount code? I don't think I can legally. I'm going to try. 
I'm going to try. I think you should. If you've been wanting to, this is the perfect opportunity. That's Topatalk10, all one word, Topatalk10, on their web shop to get 10% off your first order. Here's to better skin. Thank God for her products because we have a lot of forehead. I have so much skin to cover up here. <laughs> a lot of real estate <laughs> yeah, above our eyebrows. <laughs> you do not have the biggest forehead I've ever seen. No, I have quite I know a forehead. That. I have quite a, fo- a forehead. See, I don't think I really have a big forehead until I'm looking at a photo of myself and I'm like, okay, you definitely got a head. I have a square ass head. It's a big old head. Scale from one to 10 of absurd forehead. Where do you think I am? Yeah. Oh, pfft. One being like a normal forehead or a small forehead? One is a small forehead. Ten is a like... Um, I'm on a six. I would say you're at a five. Okay. I feel like your forehead is very appropriately sized. Well, yeah, because I have a big head. But also, <laughs> I think about my forehead. Like, okay, you know what we should do? What? Measure our faces. Okay. And then measure our foreheads and see what how proportionate they really are. Half of my face is forehead. I want to see how long. I kind of do want to see how long and wide your forehead is and compare it to the rest of your Have you seen Teresa Judice's forehead? She got plastic surgery to change it. Oh, no, no, She has no forehead. That's not plastic surgery. That's just like bringing hair down. No, that was that's natural. She got plastic surgery that's to natural. make her hairline go. That's natural. That is natural. Can we get a before and after? You can't even show me anything like that. While I look this up, you know, my forehead I'm very traumatized about because um, it's like I've always had a big forehead, but um, lately, um, you know, within the last few years, my hairline has decided to slowly and respectfully take a step back from the public eye. (laughs) (laughs) You know? so that's before that, Teresa's no that's after Teresa got surgery to make her forehead I larger I want to see a before oh I showed you before she has no forehead wait <laughs> she, that's before the surgery her, you natural. guys can't see this this is freaky as gonna, fuck I'm gonna post it on I thought carousel. you meant she made it smaller no she had no forehead so that's she had not to make legally. it bigger that didn't happen yeah that, is her top of her head straight and narrowed down like look at that surgery that's good surgery she extended her forehead because she had such a small forehead. Because okay. this, I thought I had problems, but I don't have problems like that. This looks like, like she was playing Jumanji and rolled the <laughs> dice of the card where it turned the little boy into the monkey. I think it looks like she has a bad wig pulled down. It's not a wig, honey. Those, um, those here, here I was concerned about my issues in life. I was. What if you had a little ass forehead with your eyebrows and your Is forehead that the connect? One? Is that the one? It's worse. Is that zero or is that one? That is negative. Zero. <laughs> That's a negative Celsius. I can't wait for you guys to see this forehead. Well, they're going to see it before they even listen because it's going to be on our carousel on Perfect. Instagram. Perfect. Amazing. <sighs> okay. So that's that. Uh, you have a bachelorette party coming up soon? No. Okay. I was I was really mean the other night. Yeah. You? Yes. And I had a learning lesson. Uh huh. I know that you, like you and Melissa, her bachelorette party went to like a gay bar and it's so fun because you're like, cool, we're not going to be preyed upon with like straight guys. We're not, we just want to dance and have fun, right? When I went out in Palm Springs, we went to Hunters, which is a really fun club and it's a gay club. And there were four bachelorette parties taking place there, which felt like a lot. And it was like half, and it was their demeanor of like coming up to us and like, doing like sexy shimmy dance like oh, isn't this so fun i don't know they're they their energy really threw me off 
and um, the bride who was dressed like a bride yeah. and her friend came up to me and like sandwiched mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. and we're doing a lot of yes queens. Why? And like, did they even know they you? Were, no, they were doing, that's what I mean is it was very costume. Well, yeah, you, they were you doing somehow, to all the gay guys. You somehow become a prop for like straight white women. I, was, I don't understand. And she goes, she leans in, you know, and yells, I'm getting married to me. And I leaned in and I went, are you gay? And she went, no, I'm marrying a man. And I went, oh, I thought this was a gay bar. And she went, oh. And I was like, I was just confused because there's a lot of straight women here. I thought it was a gay bar. (laughs) It was so unnecessary and rude. Wait, you were actually being like, you're never hostile. That sounds hostile. I was like kind of smiling, like, are you gay? And she was like, no. And I'm you're like, oh, being like a- so I was mean. Being mean. You're being so mean. That was so Regina. I know my friends were like, okay, <sighs> Regina George. Like, they were like, to calm down because I was doing the like nice, mean thing. Okay, to be fair, when we went to that gay bar as well for yeah. the bachelorette party, it was fully my intention to not fucking talk to anybody besides who was Just there for dance. the bachelorette party. Like, I'm not there but to make also- friends with other people I don't know. And also, Dude. by the way, I'm a lesbian magnet. Okay, so we go to a gay bar and I'm getting right. harassed by women. Okay, right. dancing with me, shimmying on moi. Moi. And I'm like, I kept getting out of it and going to find Melissa and well, being like, can we dance together? If you go to a gay bar, then maybe it's, is it the worst thing that someone assumes you're a lesbian? You're at a gay well, bar. Well, no, obviously. And I'm just tall and right. softball esque. So there's just like no way around it. I know. I've I owned just, it my I whole think life. That, I just, I don't know. And then like, one of my friends went up to like a cute guy that was by himself and he was like, Hey, like you're super cute. And like, was just chatting up and he goes, I'm straight and I'm having a horrible time. That's literally what he said. And we were like, Ew. what are you doing here then? And also, okay. What are you doing here? You're then? afraid I'm going to hit on you. Yikes. It was just weird vibes. So anyways, the bride and her, I would, I, who I assume is her, um, maid of honor mm-hmm. went back to their, group and these and like obviously Pointed was like you? yeah and they all these eyes turned at me i love it did you wave to them and i was just dancing i was thinking that in that moment i was like i thought of all my girlfriends i thought about if they were at i thought about you at melissa's bachelorette party and i thought about how you guys wouldn't want to go to a, a sports bar or somewhere where you're gonna get harassed by guys you're just trying to have a fun night and i was like these girls are trying to have a fun night why am i gatekeeping right now well, there's this isn't a, my bar. It's about approach. It's about it's about them using you as a prop to dance with. If you wanted to dance with guys and go dance, you, you know what I mean? Like, right. I understand. I felt bad, and then they all came as a tactic and surrounded me like Shark Week. You're being funny, and I'm not on God and danced around me because they were like, "Let's go dance around him," because I was being such an ass. You're kidding. I gave into it, and I thought just just dance. It was a good song. I danced with all of them. We ended up having really a lot of fun together. Okay, good. But I don't like. I mean, I couldn't imagine going to that bachelorette party and me and a friend and Melissa's thing finding a gay man to go grind on unless we were all dancing and we were like, I don't know. There's obviously time and place, but it doesn't sound like you guys even like made friendly before you were getting no, grinded on. No. And there's so, I don't know. I'm so tired of gatekeeping shit. It's something I'm like any more aware of, of like, why am I gatekeeping like this town? Why am I gatekeeping the gay culture? Why am I gatekeeping this and that? You also might be gaslighting yourself. You're allowed to be made feel. But am I girl bossing? No, I'm just saying like you're being, you may, you were uncomfortable, yeah by these women and you mean. made it known yeah but like that's not gatekeeping they made you uncomfortable i don't think you expressed yourself in a way that they would understand it wasn't a learning lesson for them because you were just mean 
oh, no. in a way they don't understand. Like they don't know that like, yeah, just don't go grind up on random people because you think it's funny or cute right. or you're going to like. <sighs> right. I think we need to have a new kind of bar that is. Um, a non-binary bar. You don't know what we are. Just don't look at me. Don't talk to me. I, no? I just feel like, like, um, no hookups allowed. No ulterior <laughs> motives. You go there to fucking dance and you are, you can take the connection, the connection to the next bar. If you like someone be like, let's go meet at the other bar and get a drink. But otherwise we're not flirting. We're not every, who cares what sexuality you are. We're just there to dance. And I feel like bachelorette parties would do really well there. And I think that we should have bachelorette party bars where they could just go off on an Island on their own (laughs) and get ready to get into the institution of marriage. You know, it's funny to think about too. It's like, when there's four bachelorette parties somewhere. Oh my god, it was awful. Aren't you like pissed? I was pissed. No, as a bachelorette. Oh, th- person. They, like, Stephanie, do you not want to be with the other ones? Like, we're better than you, right. or is it like we're all in this? Let's have fun together, or is it we're beefing? Let me break it down for you. Two of them mm-hmm. had cute white dresses on and a veil, like slutty bride. Mm-hmm. I love so that. We had two dueling brides that mm-hmm. were dressed as brides mm-hmm. which i thought they must hate each other hate they were op- opposite sides they never interacted i never? noticed never oh i would go over and be like let's take a shot let's take a picture let's take a picture no they hated each other right then there was one that was just the sash and i thought she's feeling like she really is underwhelmed yeah she could have gone harder there was a group and this one really irked me but i just had already done the drama with the other one and by the time were this, they just in dicks at uh, dicks everywhere w- almost worse for being at a gay bar where Vaginas? i thought you really want to come take all the attention they roll up as pop divas in costume as the red oops i did it again as madonna as britney with like the snake around her but poorly done yeah poorly done of course poorly done yeah and not a single gay man gave them the time of day i i could imagine that's great they walked in thinking they were going to be the life of the party everybody was going to want pictures with them everybody's going to be cheering them on buying them drinks no one gave that they stood barely bopping like you know that kind of dancing where Mm -hmm. they just bop in a circle I was like, are you, is this a scene from the craft? Why are you just in a circle bopping your head? Failure. It sucked to be them. Hunters, Palm Springs. Palm Springs. I just went, it was Joe's 30th birthday. Happy birthday, Joe. And I drove out there right after our interview and then came back the next day and it was a lot of driving, but it was totally worth it because it was so much fun. Yeah. It was so much fun. Did you find someone to hook up with at Hunters? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. I did. At Hunters? technically okay okay the hookup started at hunters well you met you met that's what i'm asking did you meet at hunters no that's why it's technical it was someone in the group Mm. anyways (laughs) we only have one more note we're all just gonna be like stalking your instagram to see if there's any tagged photos <laughs> it was it was sweet it was just, just sweet kidding. it was just fun uh there like is okay you guys i really hope you enjoyed the new song i think it was a hit i got a lot friend. of texts yeah it's yeah. great i love it adrian's um and i like that hey when you edited it i did, 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 did. yeah i didn't know you you were going to be putting it in before and after and i think that was really a smart editing move do we want to do that continuing? Yeah, because okay. it tells me the minutes over as the listener, and I get to hear it twice. It's a double win. Okay. And are you ready to do it again? <sighs> yes. All right. Ba-yum, ba-da, 
I am taking a different direction on this one because I've been catching up on Real Housewives of Atlanta, which I've never seen before. So I'm a few years behind. But Portia and Kenya used to hate each other. Portia got kicked off for beating Kenya at a reunion, like hitting her. It was terrible to watch. And I was just watching the scene with the two of them. They both have these newborn babies and they both did this mommy workout. And it was just sweet to see these two new moms come together after years of fighting. And it just warmed my heart. Taylor Armstrong from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, who's been off the show for a while, moved to Orange County. And for the first time ever, she's the first housewife to switch franchises. She's going to be a Real Housewife of Orange County. And I think that that's a cool move. I think it's a great idea. I think Cynthia Bailey, who is from Atlanta, who's iconic, has moved to LA and she's friends with Kyle Richards from Beverly Hills. I think Cynthia Bailey should be on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I might call it now that they might play with that if this Taylor thing works out. And I am done. Perfect. How was that? You nailed it. I like seeing the timer. It helps me pace better. Yeah. I was going to say the first 10 seconds, I was like too much explaining. Just losing time. You're losing time. I knew. I knew. I felt it. So the first ever switch swap, which I guess like I didn't think about before, but yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it makes sense Taylor vibes, but I like Orange County because it's more like upper other than Heather Dubrow, who I find atrocious, and people who flaunt their wealth like she does makes me makes my stomach turn, and it makes me also wonder how rich she truly is because there's some real rich people and they don't be flaunting their wealth like that. The yeah. real ones know, yeah. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. She's grotesque the way she flaunts her wealth. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like a towel warmer in my bathroom. Come look, you must see it. She's just so pretentious materialistic she doesn't sure. fit in with real houses in orange county because out of all the, you look at dubai and beverly hills where they're dumb wealthy and then i look at orange county and they're almost more like just upper middle class wait did you say dubai fun. dubai yeah they have a, a real housewives real, they just started real housewives of dubai yeah how many franchises do they have uh i wonder if i could list them all i couldn't because there's international ones that we don't get over here like they have the real housewives of um Johannesburg. They have Real Housewives of Cheshire. Okay. For England. Wow. Like they have them every Vancouver, Toronto. You don't get to see those. Melbourne. I watched Melbourne. That was great. You could. I couldn't. Okay. Let's do America. Orange County, New York, Atlanta. There was DC. It got canceled. Why? Do you remember back um, when Obama was president and those two people crashed his dinner and it was a huge news headline? Uh, Maybe. Like he had this like inauguration dinner and these two people passed security she was a real housewife and that's why it got canceled damn imagine being the reason it got canceled (laughs) yeah i know well it's just funny because it was like they couldn't the producers were like these women are not meant to be criminals and now you look and almost every franchise has a super criminal on it so i feel like it would have survived had it aired in 2020 yeah. you know or oh, whatever. for sure it's like a capital insurrection like who cares oh yeah after dc <laughs> it happened right <laughs> oh God. well i guess uh which real housewife was at the capital insurrection one of them was uh, accused vicky gumbleson was no accused of being way. there but she denies it mm-hmm. they're just te- they're they're they making fun her? of her because she's so mega oh. um, um after dc was miami after miami was I want to say Dallas after Dallas was Potomac. Potomac is like hilarious to me. Dude, Potomac is 
basically well potomac is basically a rich community right next to dc so they got their dc women that they wanted and i think potomac is actually in like top tier housewives they're really good drama they remind me of they're not ridiculously wealthy they're like oc wealthy where they're richer than most people we know probably yeah but they're not like obnoxiously wealthy and they're just good good tv Mm. and consistent cast where it's like i don't like when like oc it's like different cast every season yeah sorry here i go here we go have you watched most of them potomac was salt lake city after salt lake city was dubai and apparently there are screenshots that um winnetka is Is next where the fuck is winnetka some midwest chicago 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 yeah Chicago. It takes these women. Like, are they even remotely famous beforehand? I don't know. Like Beverly Hills are like they're married to people and sometimes they have their own success too. I look how fucking sexist I am. But um Beverly Hills kind of Beverly Hills I feel like is one of the only ones that because it's supposed to be like Hollywood, Beverly Hills, they'll have They've lost. They've had a lot of soap actresses like Lisa Rinna and Eileen Davidson. They've had Denise Richards, who is, of course, a famous person. Did we ever talk about selling tampa on here? Selling tampons. Tampa. I was not even being funny. I selling heard, I heard tampa. you say tampons. You're I was like, like, wow, this is taking what a sharp kind of turn. What in the OnlyFans kink is happening here? Selling tampa. No, is it selling sunset? Yeah, but it's for Tampa, Florida. I love that. That's I got sucked in. Ooh baby i watched that in a whole weekend gorgeously filmed those shows and the because i was just getting on like the celebrity thing and sometimes it's like a football player's wife or something that's uh, like on the show oh that's fun so anywho if you guys Do you are watch selling sunset no I, I don't either i looked at the cast and i was so uninterested i'm sorry like so uninterested yeah, other selling, than christine quinn selling I'm- tampa is like there's such a great backstory of like the woman who started it like started from the bottom now we're here and it's like this mix of like women of color that are just like crushing the industry down there so it's like more interesting to me in that way where like right you know selling sunsets a bunch of bottled blondes which i don't watch either show so (laughs) i could be wrong but from what i've seen it's a bunch of bottled blondes and two bald men yeah it's just like that's not it and this one's all women they did you know netflix it's all coming back to me netflix did a really poor job advertising selling tampa did i send you that and no. it was a video to promote it and the way that they did it looked so um it was shocking because unless you really know what's going on like unless you really watch it for someone like me who doesn't watch it i didn't know what was going on it showed the selling sunset cast mm-hmm, walking mm-hmm. in glam and again primarily white and blonde yeah all white i think all white i think so um walking and then selling tampa which is primarily or maybe all women of color yeah i think they are i think they're all women of mm-hmm. color and they were walking as if they were coming together at a battlefield and i was like You're why like, does it look awkward. so divine in my head i didn't know it was for another show i thought that these women were joining selling sunset and i was like why are they setting this up to look like they're about to fight yeah it was really it really turned me off and and yeah, there's so much drama and so much fun. And there's a lot of like real housewife style drama, but there's a couple right. women on there 
that actually have like their wits to them and it's really fun to see them like work through conflict because i'm like oh right they're doing it it's a gorgeously filmed and edited yeah it's like a movie i mean it's adam Devello who did the hills and it's filmed just like the hills the fact that you know all this is so freaking me I out love right now production <laughs> i love behind the scenes stuff what do we have coming up coming up like what are we on working show, on or in general in general, we're wrapping it up, so I'm just I'm trying to get Botox tonight. Oh my god, you're getting Botox! Can you please take some videos of you trying to move your face? Yeah. Do you like, want videos of me getting it? Kaylee's coming along for the ride. Yeah. Do you want to come? No. Okay. I mean, how many people can we put in the med spa? Hey, you don't know until you try. So it's gonna be three of you going. It's gonna be me and Clara who are getting Botox, and then Kaylee and Hannah are coming for emotional support. That's so funny. That's great. Yeah. Can't wait to see. I'm Give nervous. us all the BTS. I don't like needles very much. Oh, you'll be fine. I think I think I don't want to like... They don't go like, very deep. Well, I I think I don't want to like needles because I find that interesting, but I never have a problem when I get shots or anything. It doesn't really scare me. I think yeah, I just yeah. want to be afraid of it because I find that fun. Really? Because like when I'm with people or like I talk about the doctors and someone's like, I can't go to the doctors. I'm scared of needles. I'm like, okay, get over it. Like... Right. Are you five? Am I right. so mean? No. Like when people tell me that no, kind of stuff, I'm like, not. whatever. Like Grow I've, up. I've known people who are like, I can't get the COVID test because like, I just can't. Okay. And I'm well, like, what are I you don't talking like that. about? I don't like that shit going up my nose. I'm a big baby when it comes to putting the um, oh, well, yeah. COVID swab up my nose. I do it. I cry every me time. Me too. I, I cry and I sneeze. Cry. I get in a sneezing attack. No, I emotionally cry. It's not a reflex from the nose. I literally cry. Well, you have emotional problems. Um, <laughs> just kidding. I'm just I kidding. do. I'm just I don't kidding. like that test. Okay, you cry emotionally because of what? You're triggered. It's just as scary to okay. me. I get I get over. I start crying because it's a response to just having anything up the nose, and then I think it's like fake it till you make it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I just start crying because then I start. I've I've yeah. What I are you? Okay, so I guess this actually, goes actually okay. I've only cried twice, and that's when the two times I went and did the full PCR test. I don't cry emotionally when I do the at-home test. Okay. There's when something someone about else is waiting in that line. There's something about waiting <laughs> in that line, and you go to the PCR test when you think you, you really have it. You actually have it. it. That's the true. The at-home test is like, maybe I have it, or I want to be safe, or I want to be respectful. You go to PCR when you're like, I know I have it, right? Yeah. Which, knock on wood, I have not had it yet, but the two times I really thought I could have had it, you were I just emotional. was like overwhelmed and I didn't want to have it. You know what I don't like? I think my stem of like frustration with people's fears is like limiting beliefs. I don't like when people have limiting beliefs of like what they can and can't do based off of like an irrational fear yeah, or like an irrational like understanding of their capabilities or something, you know? Like, do you have fears? Like, what are you afraid of? Right. I'm are afraid you of, asking no, me? No, yeah. Like, I don't have... F- like, is there anything you can't do because you're scared to? I... Like you go in the ocean. A lot of people are scared of the ocean. Definitely not afraid of that. There's not a lot that I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say that I have irrational fears. Irrational fears to me, I find irritating like irrational phobias. Um, I have certain, I have weird things. I have like a weird thing where I get, I'm embarrassed to say, cause it sounds like I'm making it up, but I'm dead. I have chills right now and it's not a fear, but it's like, I get repulsed by cotton balls. Oh, oh, I can't even talk oh, about it. Yeah, I that's a even, thing. I, I have a colleague. I've never met someone who shares this with me, and she 
said it and i, I was like i no don't think way. you're alone in that right i just haven't really met it's especially like if you had to touch if you had to pick one up could you stop <laughs> i look, look at i have goosebumps see this is a weird fear oh my god it's not a fear i'm just disgust like it's the it's like soft and gritty when you pull it apart look at my having a visceral not reaction well. i'm not, not doing, doing well. well my nipples just got hard i my body's doing fight or flight i don't like cotton balls okay i'll do a cotton pad you do a q-tip I could do a Q-tip. I could do a cotton pad. I don't like um, like pulling styrofoam out of a box. I have a really hard time with that. Um, those are not phobias. I'm like repulsed by them. I'm not afraid of them. What do we call those? Because that is like a different subset. It's like, yeah, people have that. It's like a, you're disgusted It's like, it's like it. Bridget doesn't like burping. And it's not from anything right. other than it sickens her out. It's gross. Just be, it's, it's like a um, sensory thing. I don't know? know if I have anything. I mean, okay, yes, I do. Okay, yes, I do. Oh yeah, you're you're have you're okay, cringing. Big you know time. how people freeze like grapes and eat them? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like if someone eats a frozen strawberry near me, like that. How about bite <sighs> bite down with the front teeth of the popsicle? Okay, it's weird, but like I can kind that. of handle that. Okay, thinking about it, no. But when I'm eating a popsicle sure. and I kind of shave at it, I can think. But if Ooh, I think about it, shave at it, stuff. I could do the back teeth with the popsicle, shave at it. But biting down the front teeth, or how about tinfoil? Frozen biting grapes. a ball of tinfoil. That just hurts because I have feelings. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. Frozen grapes. Frozen grapes are so fucking freaky. Ew. I love a frozen grape. I would suck on one. it. I couldn't. Uh, You're talking about the know. king of cold food. I don't know if cold, I could you know? even put it in my mouth. Really? I, I'm scared that I'd bite down on it Damn. and be miserable. We're going to get a package from a bar called Country on the front doorstep. <laughs> it's going to be frozen grapes and cotton balls. So they're going to be like, congrats on the episode, bitches. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't really. I'm afraid of dying. I don't like appreciate. Like I, I would, I could what skydive. About, what, I could skydive, but I have no interest in it. What about dying frightens you? L- loss of consciousness. That sounds wonderful. Like I don't want to be in pain. I I don't want to be in pain. Oh, no, I no, no, fear, I'm not I f- fear being hurt. Well, yeah, I have a natural like fear of being hurt to a degree, obviously, right. but. Um, it doesn't really stop me from doing much. For someone who has like sleeping disorders like you do and has a hard time sleeping, you'd think that it's something you'd look forward to is finally getting some rest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's the weird thing too, is because like people uh, like my family would think that I have a lot of fears or something because like of right. my paranoia growing right. up and my night terrors. Right. But none of that carries over into my normal life. Mm. Like, I'm not paranoid when I walk alone at night. Like, I, of course, as a woman, you always think about it and you check your surroundings and it's mm-hmm. always a thought, but I'm not like physically scared or anything. It's just like, oh, clocking some things, you know? Also, your location. I wonder if you lived in downtown LA, I'm sure you'd feel different walking home at night. Maybe when I when I lived in Long Beach, I lived in a rough neighborhood and um, there's always like something bad going on. So... I'd get home at like 3 a.m. for my serving job uh-huh. and parking in Long Beach is so miserable. I'd have to, That's scary. I'd have to park a few, and you, you know, you have a few hundred dollars on you and mm-hmm. you have to park pretty far. I would sprint to my house based on just pure numbers and economics, but I didn't feel scared. I was like, I'm just going to sprint and get there because I don't want to lose my money. Like I, I if I got say, mugged, I would I just say is hand it over. A lot of bartenders and servers need to like when they're going out at night. People know that you've got cash on you, so that's a scary. Well, thing. yeah, because I'm still in my uniform. I would never change exactly. out of it. Oh God, that's yeah, that's. So I wasn't like not a great idea. I was more just like I guess if I get punched in the face, like I'll just give them my money. But I wasn't like scared. I had that like naturally, crazy. you know. Right. 
a healthy yeah. amount. You were just being smart. I was just like, let's actually, you're just get being there. smart. Yeah. You weren't being scared. Yeah. I just, I feel. But like, what what message does it send to see a little server at three a.m. sprinting through the neighborhood? <laughs> Maybe. A bit. <laughs> Who's making her feel that way? You know what I mean? Well, they chase after me or they'd be like ch- running to they're like, what's scary. coming? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you ever want to freak people out, just, just run in street clothes. Honestly, just start sprinting. <laughs> start sprinting in street clothes. Uh, like scary. That'll freak people out. It is. I used to have, like growing up, I had, we've talked about it. Oh, yeah. Kidnapping. kidnapping. I've had. Um, During the day? Like you would think about that? All the time. Oh. All the time. I had a lot of like. PTSD is a strong word. I don't know. I after nine eleven, PTSD I was light freaked. I was freaked after nine eleven. Oh 9/11. yeah, everyone. Yeah, a lot, I mean not everyone, but yeah, I hear that that was, that, that was like a huge issue. I mean, I was in fifth grade, and I just remember like crying on the playground if a plane went overhead. It really upset oh, wow. me. I like, think I was I, the right age for it. I was like in third grade, a little, a little younger. Yeah, I, I got what was going on, and the right age I distinctly it. remember um, getting out of the car because it happened in the morning over on our time i think it was midday in new york but i remember seeing it on the news and i remember my brother going oh my god a plane accidentally crashed into this building and we were watching it and then the other one and we were like oh my god and my mom was like watching like in horror she was like go eat your ego waffle like get away from the tv yeah took us to school i was like panicked and horrified and my mom was like, you're going to be okay. This is on the other side of the country. It's a terrible thing to happen, but you're going to be safe at school. Hmm. I got to school. The first thing, I'm not going to say who it was, but I get out of the car and someone in my class just goes, we're all going to die, Cody. And I was just like horrified. <laughs> Wait, that's actually <laughs> hilarious. Know. Yeah, it was really scary. Oh my God. It's really scary. Um, No. I used to make my dad check my underneath my bed in my closet every single night before he went to bed because that's, you know, the nighttime paranoia started kicking in. Yeah. But I thought it was going to be like a creature or something, you know, like irrational. Mm-hmm. And then as I got older, I mean, he probably checked my bed and closet till I was like 13, guys. I'm going to... Because if he didn't... aggressive. So he would tuck me in, give me a little kiss on the forehead, check it, and then I could sleep through the night. If yeah. he missed his checks, it's like the weird paranoia would sneak in as I was falling asleep and I would just like yeah lose it have you ever did you ever get into the habit of checking behind the shower curtain there's something about you know okay well you know when you're watching a scary movie at someone's house and you have to go to the bathroom Mm -hmm. you pause the movie or the movie's still going but you have to make it through that dark hall and you have to make it to that bathroom and you have to make it back oh yeah (sighs) something about that terrifying checking the shower curtain was priority number one you get you but what do you do if there's someone in the shower Scream, punch him, fight, flight, run, fight or flight, baby, or fawn or whatever all Freeze. the things are. Yeah, yeah, or fawn. You just turn it to a little deer. deer and headlights, headlights, baby. Yeah, freeze. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I've always been on the ready for an attack, you know. But I'm like, well, I wonder what's gonna happen if it ever comes to that. Genuinely, what's your biggest fear? Genuinely, someone coming into my house at night and yeah. trying to take me or rape me. <sighs> I mean, I think most women's like high up is like the R. Sorry if that's triggering for anyone yeah, out there. Well, I'm sure it is. That's very terrifying. Um, but yeah, that's basically a fear that's been, I feel like, instilled in my brain since <sighs> I was very young. Like that is the big one. That I'm is sorry that being taken against. Yeah, being taken. Yeah, just I'm sorry. You and women in general have that have to deal with that fear. What's your biggest fear? Anything, 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 anything bad happening to my nieces and nephews, knock on wood. 
Oh, gosh. Okay, let's not go there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> this is a fun, not as short as we thought, but still nice length. This was what? 30 minutes? This is basically 30. There was about 30 good minutes, probably. So, you guys, God, you know. What can, are we going to call this bad boy? I don't know. Cody, Cody, Cody. St- 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 Stephanie. I have been so so hype girl lately i've been hyped up i am hyping other people up i'm having the time of my life does it have to do with endorphins it does a and dopamine dopamine endorphins Ooh. and a tight tight ass that's right not only am i getting stronger physically and mentally i'm getting snatched you're getting snatched and i think as due to one fitness trainer in ohio miss kaylee crane my sister your friend that's right, Kaylee. One is more back. round. Okay, DJ. One more round. Little Miss, who wrote this, she's back. She's back in her studio, giving live classes every week, and she's back doing Zoom classes. And I have to say, I am so grateful that she's back. She took her hiatus. She had a little baby to push out and raise a little bit, and now she's ready for action. And. I think everybody else is ready for action too. Yes, and I forgot the energy that happens when you're in a group class with Kaylee Crane. It's amazing. Yes, it is definitely challenging and hard, but it's so cool to walk away and be like, wow, my body did that. Exactly, and you can get a workout anywhere, but to have someone there making sure your form is safe so that you're not injuring yourself, the motivation is there, not to mention, it. let's call it like it is, it's really fucking fun, and the energy is so good, especially in the morning. Yes, and the music is amazing, it keeps you pumped, and you're surrounded by other inspirational women that are just kicking ass next to you. Exactly, you could actually get free workouts of hers just to get a little taste of what it has to do at Kaylee Crane Fitness on Instagram, all one word, K-A-Y-L-I-E Crane Fitness on Instagram or go to our website, KayleeCraneFitness.com. Again, Kaylee is spelled K-A-Y-L-I-E Crane Fitness. And there's so many options. So exactly what Cody was saying, if you want to try something free, she gives out so much free information. We should all be just like kissing the ground that she walks on. There's, she has stretching videos, she has moves, she does weekly moves that are on there all the time. You also have an opportunity to do online Zoom classes if you can't make it in person that you can do at any time. You can do them live with her, you can do them recorded. Exactly. If you want to do them after work because she's a morning gal, then do it that way. And you own them forever. So it's just so empowerful. I feel like I'm getting such a great base foundation to move forward in my fitness journey. That's right. Join the Peach Crew, Kaylee Crane Fitness. We talked about foreheads for a long time, did we? No. Fear and foreheads in Las Vegas. Foreheads <laughs> <laughs> and palm springs. <laughs> oh my god. All right, you guys, do we have any more reviews? Probably not. Nope. Because you guys write them and then Apple doesn't post them. I know that happens, but keep trying. I'm so frustrated keep because trying. it says that we got a new review, but it has it's not up and I'm like, where is it? Give it to us. Um r- write review uh like. read um um, Check out our link tree for all of our discounts. We have we still have continuing discounts with Ventura Spirits, Life Elements, Earth Tonics, Breathe Ohi. Possibly missing one or two. Check it out on the link tree. We love you guys. Do you think I have a quick game? Mm, I have a okay. quick game. Wow, I just Without, gave my elevator speech. This is gonna give. This is gonna give you um, 
this is going to be traumatizing for you because you're going to want to consider everybody's feelings and not say no, the right I'm thing. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm going to just go, go for it. it. I'm going to give you what I consider to be probably irrational fears because here's what the, the loophole is. It's not because people have been bit by a black widow or got bucked off a horse. You can't think that way. Irrational okay. means there's nothing really that happened to them. Think about cotton balls. Think about burping, right? Okay. I'm going to give you things. Tell me if you think that it's a rational or irrational fear that people could have. Okay. Spiders. Stupid. Heights. Stupid. Clowns. Dumb. People are afraid of clowns. Yeah, because like it and like they're creepy. And I think clowns have actually done a lot of bad things. Like John Wayne Gacy was like a serial killer and he was a clown. Like not good. Oh, yeah. So that's the issue with irrational. Like, you know. How irrational is it at the end of the day? Right. But here you when go. When it's been sent into us. Also by, by media. Like, like think heights about is like a primal fear. We're not meant to be very right. high up. And think about like all the movies with spiders and shit. Like, and people falling. I think, and I think when you're afraid of bugs. Yeah. Grow up. <laughs> no offense. Yeah. No I'm offense. not afraid of bugs. Like, I don't love if I just see all of a sudden bugs crawling on me. But I'm not like... It's a quick moment. I, I want to see the bug over there. I don't want to see the bug over here. Yeah. I Do don't live I mean? in fear of bugs. Imagine living in fear of bugs. People are. <laughs> Imagine living in fear of cotton balls. And what was your thing that really repulsed you? Oh, grapes? Frozen, frozen grapes. grapes. Yeah. We're talking a lot of shit for, for grape and cotton yeah, ball Yeah, but I'm here. never coming across frozen grapes. No, we don't welcome those into our home. <laughs> no. No. God, no. Okay, I'll give you a few. Okay. Um, I mean, horses is one. I I don't fear horses. I just think they're fucking lame. <laughs> <laughs> um, the ocean is not a good one. Some people are afraid of water. Weird. It gives you life, babe. Again. How could like you not how? be in the water? The choice of being on land or being in the water, I'm going to boogie board. Or <laughs> on a water, water planet, man. On a water planet. Or on a, it's water world. What did they Kevin used to Costner. say? It can't be, oh my God, it can't be true anymore. Like we're 90, the earth is like 70% water or something. Mm-hmm. Can't and be the true. people are 70% water. Or 90? We're not 90% water. What are <laughs> you, a water be? log? <laughs> um, needles. I'm not scared. No, I just do think it's rational or, or irrational. I mean, there's, a reason to be scared of them, right? They hurt. A reason to be scared of everything. When you first get a needle to the arm, you didn't have con- consent in that, you know? Oh, God. So, like, it's I get the point of that it's scary, but come on, guys, grow up. <laughs> We're being mean, okay? Being we gotta mean. go. Ghosts? Uh, Why be afraid of them? They can't really do anything to you. They're just chilling, vibing out. Like, what's there to be uh, scared of? I've never of? understood the oh, fear the of ghosts. Oh, the house is haunted? Okay. Okay, charge them rent. <laughs> like, I have company. What are they going to do? Throw something at me? That's a poltergeist, mama. Big diff. Big diff. Big diff Big in the ghost diff. community. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, now I've pissed off all the ghost community. Now I'm going to get haunted. I know. Okay. Okay. Bye. Oh, is that it? Should uh, why, it be? Why am I having a hard time letting because go today? Because it's Sometimes supposed to be short and go. you won't let it be short. Okay. In four minutes, it's not short anymore. Okay. Didn't we want to do a short one? Yeah, is it under? Are we under an hour? No, we're not under an hour. <laughs> no, okay, bye, keep- guys. Bye, guys. <laughs>